Hello everybody and welcome back. Man, last week was a lot of fun. It was nice to see old, cute, and innocent Michael back for a little while before we found out why he is now Scratch. Since we had the little flashback interlude, I felt it would be good to do a quick recap. The team has recently gotten a job from a Senor Watson, who wants the team to break into a vertical farming facility called Verdant Acres and plant some of his seeds in with the appropriate other seeds inside the building. They just received the job, and they're about to start doing some legwork later that night after the meet. We're going to start off with Chuck and RC doing some preliminary legwork. Thank you guys, and uh, I'll get out of your way. All right, so what are you guys doing? Chuck will send out a text message to people saying, anyone got a car who can drive me in the rough area and I'll do a matrix scouting? Just to see, you know, what cameras are about and sensors, not going to actually hack anything. Sure. Mary Sue will also message to him. Yeah, I can give you a ride. Sounds like a good idea. Want to do a ride along? I'll guess Mary Sue and I both respond. Uh, cool. RC's from there, so he probably knows the streets better. So I'll, I'll go with him. So you guys will take off into that direction. Take you a little while to get there. I'll text so I can say, be sure to bring your buy stuff. You know, your surveillance equipment, anything you need. Be ready. Bring some snacks. Uh, yeah. So as you guys drive by, you want to go ahead and give me those Matrix Perception stuff. Six hits. So that night after the meet, you guys head up towards where RC lives. RC, has anything changed about your house over the past couple of weeks? Because it's been a little while since we've been back here. Done any major improvements or anything crazy with it? Off the top of my head, I got nothing. It's the refuge from the world where RC and Mama can live in their natural environment of, you know, nice, quiet, bucolic living. Well, I figured first Chuck would be doing the, uh, surveillance of the or like quick matrix search of the area okay so you do the perception and then you guys go back to rc's to do the, the googling yeah yeah that makes sense so with a quick matrix perception roll you will see that they have a rating six host which you know is a little bit higher than what you would be expecting for uh, a target of this size okay and looking around you'll see a few cameras some of them not belonging to the verdant anchors place just like the, the local area cameras and other stuff but you'll see fewer cameras than what you would expect for a building of that size uh, that are slave to that host what else would you like to know can i get the locks in the area would they would i know if they're like key card or key code or anything else you'll see a couple of biometric readers in the area that you can assume are tied to some kind of forward-facing lock something like the you know the main door has a little thumb poop poop but you don't see a lot of them which leads you to believe that the ones inside the building are probably not wirelessly active. Okay. So another thing you can think of is if the environmental control of the area, if they're wireless or not. You don't see any environmental controls on wireless that are slaved to this host. Does Chuck have any kind of, like, botany-related skills? Unless I can do my science and environment specialty of news. He's a smart guy, and he knows that greenhouses often are very temperature-controlled, so... It's possible that they're kept more localized so that the different areas of the building have their own individual thermostatic control. Right. All right, so I think that's enough for the six hits. So I'll just send out a message saying that the uh, cameras and security and environmental control are not accessible through the host. So it looks like I won't be doing too much hacking in that sense, and it will likely be more a lot more physical access needed. We had to get physical access to the place, and then there'd be like a port or something you could key into? 
Uh, no, like, probably just nothing. We'd have to go into this specific greenhouse, and that greenhouse is going to have its own little pan. So, yeah, I guess... It's probably all wired, so I'm going to have to get a direct connection to every single greenhouse separately. Okay, interesting. We won't know that until uh, we get somebody physically on the inside, or something like a drone. But I don't really want to uh, trespass as of yet. Yeah, you're probably right. But we'll get uh, Mary Sue walking in with some overalls on, and we'll give her a camera or two, and she can take a look around. Uh, so, um, the maps image that you can get from the Matrix, like just the basic satellite image, we might be able to use that to just kind of get a basic idea of power usage, because there's going to see generators and whatnot from, you know, a basic view like that. Maybe we could go back, because you live around here, we could probably go back to your place and, uh, you know, mess around and try and figure out those calculations. Uh, my place. Yeah, you have a point. Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine, but I, uh, my mother lives with me. She lives with me. Not the other way around. Lives with me. And, you know, she's just kind of, she's kind of old and not a hundred percent. Uh, she takes slowly to new people. Takes slowly to new people. Yes. Okay. So just, just be aware. You'll be fine. Well, you have a garage and we can sit in your garage and do that. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Does Chuck have a, his hoodie on? Yeah, probably. He usually goes out in his hoodie. Yeah, let me just do it. Let's, let's, let me just get this for you. This will help. Pull the hoodie up. Well, okay, doke. Should be fine. Off we go. So you guys will drive off back to RC's house. Looks much the same as RC remembered it, with the exception that out by where you drop off the trash, you'll see that there is a small box that is full of empty alcohol bottles. Like what kind? Is it what Mama drinks or is it something else? Whatever you had in the house. Okay, Southern Comfort. There we are. Unless you have a stash of something hidden somewhere, she has thrown out all of it. Are they empty or full? Empty. Okay. That's weird. I didn't know you were much of a party or RC. Yeah, yeah, me either. I guess my blue inside was my next life. You think Mama's asleep already, or do you think that she's still up? Uh, if it's past about nine, I'm going to go sleep. Nor- normally would be would be asleep. You will see evidence that she was around. It'd be like a glass out next to her little table on her recliner where she likes to watch her programs. But she is in her bedroom, and you guys are able to kind of sneak into the house, at least for the night. We'll set you up nice. Our Chuck, catch some blankets, catch some pillows. You don't snore, do you? Uh, I don't record myself, but I don't think so. So you never had the opportunity for someone to tell you? Okay, that's not surprising. Anyway, uh, try not to. Good night. Uh, good night. You want to give the old Matrix search a try? Sure. Seven hits. So you're going to find a whole bunch of information. Anything specific that you are looking for besides the marketing blitz that you're going to see? I wanted to look for who would be the competitors in their space, if they've had any legal trouble recently, what their uniforms look like. That's a good place to start. They have a couple of competitors at their level of, like, they don't supply places like stuffer shacks and mass-produced highly corporate places like that that then also have their own, like, as technology runs stuffer shack, and they're going to have some other farms and food production things that they use to make foods for the stuffer shack, so they keep everything in-house. This feeds a lot of the smaller, more local places with the foods that they produce. It's all vegetables. They don't produce any kind of livestock-based stuff. You're going to find a couple of weird things in your Googling. 
you'll find a picture of their uniforms, which is stock photo person apron with the little Verdant Acres logo on it. The logo basically looks like their building, which is like the little eight-sided display, and then which is set at the top of like a little tree trunk with some roots on it. But you find pictures of that same person that's doing some other stock photo stuff for other companies and in different industries. So you know that that's not actually like a person that's there. And you'll find somebody else that has a very similar uniform. This just looks color swapped and has their logo stamped on it. You're going to see that they serve uh, several different small places in the area. Some fancy restaurants will buy a little bit of produce and stuff from them. Some smaller grocery stores, some restaurants, some country clubs that feature a more organic or authentic bit of cuisine. One in particular is a, it feels bad to say alpha focused, but it's a, you know, a tier branch of a country club. So it's like they eat all kinds of healthy foods there. Right, right. Makes sense. Kind of like how you go down to the big rhino, you're, you're going to get some work control cooking, not so much healthy cooking. What else would you like to know? Because you got a giant pile of hits. Not sure. Is it a hierarchical corporate structure or more flat? It's definitely more flat from what you can see. It promotes things like an employment community so that everybody works together to like lift up their fellow workers rather than trying to step on them to get ahead of the corporate ladder, that kind of thing. And then roughly how many employees would work at that location? You're not going to find anything direct on how many people work there, but you're going to be able to spend a bit of time. You're looking at three to 400 probably is what you would guess. At that one location? Maybe I'm grossly underestimating or overestimating how many people work at a building. This is a fairly large size building, let's say, because it's eight-sided. Let's say that it's eight floors the ground up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be about right then. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, it is not a small place. Big single building, or is there... It is a big single building. Okay. It takes up almost the entirety of the footprint of the property that it is on. You will notice in your searching, they have a bunch of on-site housing for their employees. Looking at it, you don't see big parking lots. This is the kind of thing where the different places that they serve have trucks that go out to them, the product. But it's a third-party that does the actual delivery for them. Like, they don't do it, and the uh, the people buying it doesn't do it, which strikes you as a little odd. It does. So it's a mini arcology. Do I have a idea? They're going to have at least a couple basement levels, but do I have any rough? Should I expect more than five? Your guess, from what you can see, would expect three to five. All right. That sounds about seven hits to me. And I will get you a, a name for that company that does a lot of their delivery. The delivery company is going to be Quickway with K-W-I-K way. One word or two? One word. With a generic bird logo in there to make it look artsy. K's form arrows. Yeah, there you go. What's the company name that we're targeting? Verdant Acres. V-E-R-D-E-N? Is that what it is? Uh, I don't think that's right on the spelling. Hold on. So is it like Verdun the city? It is Verdant as in... Vegetative. Green with grass or other rich vegetation. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to think of the economic benefit of doing all this growing inside, but I guess if you have your power plant on site and you just have a couple staff, well, not a couple, probably a dozen or so staff to manage it, then you can have your vertical farms. Also, you have a controlled environment when it's indoors. It means you can grow all year round, right? Yeah, you can grow year round. You don't have to worry about crop destruction due to weather or bugs. 
that acid rain, yo. Yo. True. The pollution in the soil is probably crappy. It it might be sort of like they have to do it. At least this close to the city. But yeah, the controlled environment is probably the number one thing. I doubt it's like anywhere near as productive as like if you get out away from the polluted cities and stuff and can do just like thousands of acres of farmage. But you know, it's something. Right. Don't don't have to worry about transportation costs so much since you're right there at the city. Yep. Those are all factors that account for things. All right. Well, that's all I want. Or all I got. Or searching and stuff. Cool. So time skip to the next morning unless somebody's got something else. Sounds like it. I'm good. In that case, Chuck, I need you to roll me a perception test at negative four. I can be auditory to hear the sound of Mama moving around in the house. As I imagine, she still gets up much earlier than Richard does. One success. So what you don't hear is Mama coming out of her bedroom, beginning to move around the house. Her seeing you sleeping, kind of catching her breath for a moment. And then her coming back out of the kitchen with a frying pan in her hand. Just kind of creeping up on you, sleeping there. But you do feel it when that frying pan comes down on your head as she clobbers you and begins yelling, Richard! Richard, we got someone in the house! And she's holding it very menacingly at you, Chuck. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, God. That... What? I'm assuming I'm still asleep for at least a bit. Would you wake up if your mom called your name? Oh, she was definitely yelling your name. I'll say no. I sleep like a brick. Who are you? Oh, God. Who am I? Who are you? You in my house. I'm, I'm Chuck. I'm a friend of R.C. Ah, oh, right. She'll look at you, see that you're laying on a couch in probably a hoodie, a blanket, one of their blankets and pillows. You're not doing anything unsavory or any of that stuff. And we'll see that you are not one of those filthy metahumans. You're a good, good human boy, at least in her eyes. Yes, of course. She'll relax from having the frying pan in a swinging position, but is still got it, still wielding it. My boy Richard has never mentioned no Chuck, nor Charles. Yeah, we're more work acquaintances than anything. Oh, we were just studying a thing near here. Oh, yeah, I needed to... It was late, and so I crashed on the couch. Oh, can I get, like, a pack of frozen peas or something? She'll let out another loud. Richard, get in here! Okay, I'm, I'm, what's happening? I'll slowly get up and start making my way down the hall in pajamas and an old t-shirt. You'll see Chuck recoiling on the couch from Mama ripped up like a bat on a frying pan. Oh, I know what happened. I can, I should have seen this coming. Mama, this is Chuck. Chuck, this is, this is Mama. Good morning, Mama. Now that you're here, she'll drop the frying pan down to just a, a low ready, you know, one hand coming off and not like swinging it ready. Richard, why didn't you tell me you were bringing company over? Because you were asleep, I didn't want to wake you. Well, we were out doing some work, we were close to the house, just let him crash here. It's fine. And by the way, now that you're awake, what in the gee golly hell was happening out by the street is like a monument to Southern Comfort was built out there. Like, what the hell? That, like, fire that she has, the cranky, crotchety old lady aspect of her is going to deflate. Doing some cleaning, Richard. I'm going to I'm going to go start breakfast. She's going to start walking out of here if you don't stop her. Wait, what do you mean cleaning up? I mean, why was there, like, what, 30 bottles of Southern Comfort? I mean, hell, did you drink all that? 
You throw it away? Well, none of this makes it, none of that's good. She'll look down to Chuck and then back up to Richard and be like, Chuck, honey, I'm sorry. Can you, can you give us a moment? Uh, sure. I, I think my, yeah, my nose is bleeding. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, she got you good. She'll stand there for a moment as Chuck leaves. And then when he's gone, she'll put the frying pan down and look up to you, her baby boy. I, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, Richard. Oh, okay. The doctor said I need to cut back on the drinking. Well, oh, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I guess I should have paid more attention to it. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I don't know what to think, Richard. They said they were going to run some tests, and she looks nervous and scared, and it's not a look that you have seen on your mom in a long, long time. Is there something you're not telling me, Mama? What's what's going on? She'll put a hand up on your cheek. It's like, oh, oh, Richard, and just kind of come in for a hug. I, I will hug her. I mean, yeah. And it's about that time that Chuck comes back out from stuffing some toilet paper in his nose. You got the triple ply. It's good. Chuck, uh, go, go out to the shop and just wait for me there, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. Chuck just walks out. With the distraction, she is going to try and get away from you to go make breakfast. You don't have to talk about it now, Mama. We will talk about it. We, we, I need to know what's going on. So Paul's there for a moment with you. They think it's my liver, Richard. Okay. Can you expound? I mean, what, what do we got? You have a liver. I have a liver, right? Well, that, that's part of it, Richard. Mine's not doing too good. They say they're going to do some some tests and get some results and get back to me. Okay. Well, just... Okay, Mom, I guess that means no more alcohol and whatever they want you to do, we'll do. Just... just When you go back. Said it should be in the next day or two. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go with you? She'll wipe a little tear away. I'm like That would be nice, Richard. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go see my friend from work over here, and uh, I'll get to work, but I'll be back in, okay? She just kind of nods while choking it down a little bit. And uh, RC, we're going to head out to the shop. Man, your ma has hell of a swing. Oh, Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she does. And RC just, just sigh and uh, lean over a uh, workbench. Everything okay? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Gonna... RC just, like, rub his forehead and, uh, yeah, man, yeah. Let's just move forward here. Cool. So, this is the... You probably didn't get to see the data I sent you, or the group. This is what I found out. Chuck will go over the information that he did for the Matrix search. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll look at the information and start taking some notes. got a little bit of information about what it looks like um, being outside. Oh, yeah. RC so. learned that farms are no longer outside. <laughs> yeah. They do everything differently up in you guys. Uh, cool. RC's from there, so he probably knows the streets better. So I'll, I'll go with him. And knows how to drive. What does that mean? Nothing. That was uh, nothing. That was not the hunting game. 
You didn't hear that? Just doubling down on backing out on being a jackass. Yep. Edit buttons. No edit buttons. Never again. So what you guys want to do then? We'll do small retconnery to... Sounds like an edit button, smartass. Oh, kill me with such base accusations. Yeah, uh, it's sure. Connery, not, not edit button. It's more finesse. Yeah, it's like Sean Connery with a goofy accent. <laughs> it's the refuge from the world where R.C. and Mama can live in their natural environment of, you know, nice, quiet, bucolic living. Oh God, this is the first time he's he's meeting Mama, right? Yep. All right. But we'll get uh, Mary Sue walking in with some overalls on, and she will give her a camera or two, and she can take a look around. And a big old piece of straw or hay to stick out of her mouth. Perfect. See? You're... Yes, some Boy, howdy. There you go. Just roll impersonation as RC, and you'll be good. <laughs> Give you... <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm down for that. Let's, let's watch that happen. <laughs> let me just... Do it. Let's, let me just get this for you. This will help. Pull the hoodie up. Okay. I'm not sure if you know or not, but Chuck has an ear bob, so he doesn't have pointed ears. Look! Never mind. I did that for no reason. Hit a button. It bams. Some great RP. What the hell? Because of <laughs> superior. I, I, I was out RP'd. Hmm. And I will get you a, a name for that company that does a lot of their delivery. Okay. Thank you, random business name generator for Bob's Moving Service. <laughs> okay. Is that actually what it is? No, I'm going to find something not garbage. Okay. Roberto's Moving Service. <laughs> Roberto. No, it has to be Juan's. Roberto's moving service? That's racist. <laughs> pot, kettle. You're getting close. That's pretty close. Wait, you so, put your pot in the kettle? <laughs> it's like a double boiler at that point. Hey. Oh, that kind of pot. Got it. God. Uh, you must be RC's mother. So frying pan, I'm thinking, would be strength plus two? Sure. So like four damage. And I'm not even going to roll a resist. Oh, I'd roll body. Yeah. Yeah. Because I accidentally let my timer go off into my microphone. So I take three... That'd be physical, because I wouldn't have any armor on my face. Or he wouldn't be sleeping in armor. Huh. Unless because it's improvised, it's stun? Uh, she is a frail old lady. It is probably not physical. Okay. So I take three stun. Saw the the opportunity for the cheap gag. I had to go for it. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I was expecting also, I don't think the reaction that I gave for Chuck was appropriate. How so? Just a... Oh! Ow! Hey! You didn't pull a gun on her. You're like, what? I like that you just got it. Yeah, I'm not happy that I just got it. <laughs> oh, is this a TV show called Green Acres? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the place to be. I honestly no. I sleep like a brick, but... <laughs> Does Richard also sleep like a brick? Yes, because I find it to be uh, deeply in character and hilarious. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. 
know, that's the easiest way to, to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Potamikis and for use with and without an podcast. Top's company has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Top's company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast. In any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else. So, this is Oz with Beam Burner Media. Tonight's guitar was titled "Dance of Strings" by White Sand, and of course, the ever-popular Ipanema Daydream, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free. Both could be found on YouTube and are both covered under the Creative Commons license and used with blanket permission from the creators. Sound effects were sourced from freesound.org and those that weren't were sourced with permission from Sirenscape. See you next week.